podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diaper. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. Welcome to episode 88, all of the eights. You say all the eights, so them numbers, they only ever go up to two-digit numbers, do they? They never go up to 100, do they? Two snowmans. It's 88. Yeah, that sounds always better. If anyone's a bingo caller out there, it's just kind of a, a, a thing. I think bingo caller is something that I would quite fancy doing in theory, but the reality would be absolutely frightful. Start it is dying breed though now, isn't it? So it always used to be Gala and Mecca. Now they're either the buildings are no more, or I saw like one with all the promotiony stuff that didn't seem to be either either of them. I reckon if you rocked up to do like bingo calling, I swear some people have tried comedy nights in them. Some people, I mean, some of the things over the years that people have tried to do comedy nights at, I did one, and someone, it only re- reminded me the other day, because someone um, said that they did one, and I was like, bloody hell, I did one of them about, mm, oh, about maybe about eight years ago, I did a gig in a casino, I think I've done a few in a casino, but this one was like not even in a separate bit, and and it was right by the you'd be on on well I say stage and you just hear ding, 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 like all the like jackpot going off, and I mean people couldn't really be less interested, and because it was because mainly in the casino. It's like individual, like well, you are often addicts, isn't it? Especially, I think this was on a fucking Wednesday, so that no one really wants you usually at a casino for a specific thing, isn't it? To, to win, to win money. Yeah, I remember that. And then, uh, bless this guy. Actually, I oh, was a magician. What was he called? Because it. I gave myself, so it was Luton way, I think, I gave myself, like, a good hour and a half, two hours leeway. That was, like, after my set would have been done, and it was for this bloody idiot that I went to uni with that sorted out this gig. And he was such a... You only... You know some people, you look at them and you're like, I bet you're so fucking disorganised, just from how how they look. Just a very disorganised man. Is that insulting? Is that implying... Well, Ariel, you don't even need to elaborate. People can interpret that how they want to interpret it. But the fact of the matter is, he fucking looked disorganised and he was disorganised. And what's he doing now? Being very disorganised somewhere. So anyway, so I booked a coach, went to Luton, uh, and then booked it 
an hour and a half, two hours after my set was supposed to be to give leeway of what happened. It ran so late and and didn't even... Here's the thing, like, I think, well, it's I guess there's a bit of a grey area because... Do you know what, though? No, there isn't, because if I ran a gig, that's what I would do. So I was going to say, you know, he should have gone, it is completely my fault that you haven't been able to get back. Let me sort you out, like a hotel room nearby or something. But I think that's what someone should have done. But instead, he didn't offer none of that. And then this poor guy that was, oh, I swear he lived like Nottingham. Oh, to be fair, I did live in uh, Birmingham at the time. And he just proper went out of his way to drop me home. It was really nice of him. Is he called? I want to say Johnny Knoxville, but that is isn't that man? Isn't that that man from um, Jackass? Is that what he's called? Oh, something. Neil? No, he was a magician, but like a comedy magician. Well, bless him. I remember his car had satnav on the screen, and I'd never seen that before. I thought it was fancy. Do you know? I still think that was fancy now, and that was bloody ages ago. I'd probably like a car with that on. Anyway, so as I was saying, I reckon if you went to do bingo calling now, Jack and all the old ladies would be like, Here, are you, you're not that, I knew the bloody hell are you. That's what I reckon, isn't it? Because I bet the old, the old I reckon the bin, bingo callers to a lot of the old ladies are uh, like, you know, they're proper like hot, hot under the gusset. They're like they're, or maybe I'm um underselling maybe uh maybe I'm underestimating the the ladies and and they just see it as a as a transaction. Is it? I mean that sounds like that. Well, interpret that however you want, guys. In America, for my American listeners out there. <laughs> Uh, do you have bingo lots? Do you know what I have? I have regularly, and I say this to people, and I don't think I've had it for about a year, but I had my reoccurring dream again last night of, I think it must be, I think I've said this before, it must be a fear of going back to a normal job, maybe. But, yeah, I dreamt that I was working in TK Maxx again last night. And it's weird, actually, because in my dream, I really enjoy it. It's always the exact same one I used to work in, Truro and Cornwall. And it's weird as well, because in the dream, I always go around this entrance that I don't think existed in the actual one. Uh, No, I don't. Um, I feel like it's like a variation of... I feel like it's that you've taken in your dream the entrance of like the bowling alley down the road, and that's the yeah, it's, that's how dreams are, though, aren't they? They're like hickledy pickledy with things you know and things you don't know, all hodgepodged. Sometimes, who was I? No, all right, that's it. So, I listened on the wonderful Harriet Kemsley's podcast the other day, and uh. Bobby was on it, her husband, saying that he wants to <laughs> set up a like a place where you could just do inane office jobs to, cause, because they were talking about hobbies and then they were saying that with 
comedians, like, most people need something creative as a hobby because they don't have a creative outlet, but people in comedy, that is often, like, a job and a creative outlet. And then he was saying, so they don't have sort of inane, uh, repetitive, boring things to do. So he was saying about, like, buying, like, a massive place where people could just staple and just do sort of bright mind-numbing things. But no, I think that's the the joy of what we do do. But then, I don't know, I've got this big urge to just sort of jack it all in and go back to TK Maxx, this feeling in my stomach that that's a good idea. And do you know what is weird as well? It's in my, in my dreams, every single one when I have this dream, I always have my lunch break. I'm always planning what I'm going to have for my lunch. And then I go off and I and I often buy some clothes as well in the break. And then a sandwich or a wrap. And now I know it's wrong because I'm not a massive fan of wraps. Do you know what? A lot of us, I was saying this to my boyfriend the other day when we were in Tesco. I said, the problem with a lot of food over here is especially like you know when you go somewhere you get like a sandwich and that is it doesn't actually have a taste it it just tastes cold well speaking of cold we had a bloody palaver i said for about two days i was like (laughs) i said to him the fucking hell have you been dropping on the floor and he was like and see this wouldn't have even have happened if he wasn't a mucky pup and and he was like oh i must have I think I might have dropped hot sauce and then, but then it wasn't saucy. So he was like, oh, maybe it was that beer that he dropped. So so he mopped, mopped them up. And then I was like, still, it's still wet here. Fucking freezer had gone off. We don't know if it broke or, well, I think he wedged his chips in it. Of course he did. And, uh, and then when his chips were wedged, then ice grew in the gap, so then it wouldn't shut. And everything defrosted. Good thing, because that means we're going to have to throw away them fucking kippers. Honestly, at one point he was obsessed with kippers. Kept them kippers and they just felt, smelt like bloody wet dog. And then he was like, oh, they're not, and I thought they'd take, he was surprised they were them little bite. Oh, felt like I was living with a cat. Horrible. Anyway, realise these aren't real problems. I know this is a podcast about seeing the good in things. And I, do you know what? Things are actually very good, you know. I'd say I've got the clearest head I've had since 1990. No, 90. Oh, I don't know when. I've had, I don't think I've ever had a clear head, you know. Been really good actually. I had a great weekend. Did group therapy comedy, which is alternative comedy club. Well, it's not really a club. Uh, well, alternative comedy nights. So you do the Leeds on the Friday, the Manchester on the Saturday. Absolutely wonderful. Let this be a lesson to you as well. I don't know whether I said this last time, but it's a big problem of mine. I always do stuff like this, and you you wouldn't catch any guys ever saying stupid things like this. So, did I tell you this? 
So on the Thursday, when I was at that gig, uh, the mental health ward, I had a message asking if I wanted to compare the Saturday. And uh, and I was like, oh, is it like... Because of, I was asking if it was like this other alternative night that's similar, because that is so much fun to compare. And you know what? In fact, no, I think it was a good thing to say, because... I don't really want to compare, um, like rowdy nights. So I said, you know, what sort of what sort of night is it? In fact, at the time, I felt like I'd really um, sort of talked myself out of something because then I thought she'd think then that I was going to be shit, or I'd sort of told her I wasn't up to the job. Do you know what I mean? I think actually it was just, I know how it because it's your job. Yeah, but but well, here's the thing. It's because I had a chance because I was supposed to be opening. So it was like, do you know what I mean? Like, if something's horrible, why why would and you're doing it anyway and you're just opening? Why would you want to get keep getting back up if it's horrible? Well, it turned out to be as it happened. Turned out to be absolutely lovely. Oh, I'd love to do it all the time. Oh, I really would. When you do those weekend gigs that are just Oh, just easy, and the audiences are just, well, you know, isn't it? When your audience are all blooming, all got, well, you look out, all got piercings, all got coloured hair, you're like, ah, this is fine. We are all, and then I said something at one point, what did I say? I said, um, who is mental, and they all fucking cheers, that on a Saturday, bloody brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then on a Sunday, I did a preview so nice it was of my show the first one of the day I was very happy with the with the turnout seeing as usually isn't it? if you've got a day for the previews you usually go well maybe I'll go towards the end so then I'll get like the <laughs> I'll get all the all the people that are just gonna go that are just gonna stay after a show do you know what I mean but I was like oh we're gonna go on first I'd like to do that again actually it went really well I mean, a lot of it was just explaining. So, but again, because the last one I did made no sense. This one made a bit more sense, but still not a lot of sense. Oh, I was listening as well to the audio back. It's just so difficult because my strength is just like totally being off the cuff, like off the cuff, rambling on. That's like how, how like you know when a compound it goes well that's what I do and but and people are like that's what you need to put in a show but but you can't do that for an hour that's that's the fact of the matter and I want to it's just it's just difficult because when I was listening to my yeah to the audio I was like those I just had everyone in hysterics when I was just talking about well just nattering on and then I'd get into the show yeah but and it sort of was a bit more jarred, yeah. But that's that's just because it's not, it's not, it's not a show yet, is it? Like you're doing so much better than you ever have with a show. Because I'm, um, I don't know. Because I think sometimes you can, because because you're essentially self-employed and doing it all yourself. I think you can sometimes sort of fool yourself, and you're like, I mean, I've definitely done shows previously, and and haven't changed a lot between the previews whereas this year I think I'm doing a few less because I think it's easy to overwork the show especially because I like I don't like things all that 
sort of scripted, but then this needs a bit of a fucking spinning plate, trying to get it all right. But yes, I'm just going for it with a fine tooth comb after each preview. Well, all I could do is my best, didn't it, really? That's all I can do. And then, yeah, got, so we've got another preview tomorrow, and then at the, at the old uh, frog and bucket this weekend. So I'm sure that'll be fun. <laughs> no, it will be fun. It will be fun. It will be very fun indeed. Nice. Yeah. And then on the 14th, I'm on my I'm comproing one of my favourite gigs in the world is old um Square Hole Comedy in Sheffield. Lovely, 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 lovely. Bloody hell, I need the toilet again, I do. Right, what am I doing now then? Oh, yeah, right, that's what I've got. 50 things to tell you. No, I don't. I've got lots of good news, but first, well, this is good news, from lovely Samuel Normington. One of life's good eggs, this one. Bless him. Hey, Harriet. More say, Sam. Very, um well written and formatted letter well so many people just send you like a fucking illiterate do you know what there's one agent that i would just never go with because he's so illiterate i know that's <laughs> awful yeah just i just think because that's what you've if someone's representing you you've got to be able to trust that there, whereas I mean, he's called me John twice in an email, and that's not a good sign. And he's, oh, his spellings all over the shop, and that's not his fault. I'm not, um, you know, persecuting someone for the fact they can't spell. But if you, if you, if if you can't spell, and your job is in a professional capacity, fucking spell check or get an assistant, or because it just looks shoddy. Anyway. Samuel Normington says, Hey Harriet, hope all is well. I'm sharing some good news, which is actually also a cheeky plug, but genuine good news too. I moved to London eight years ago and somehow ended up working in marketing, which I dabbled in for six years before realising that doing a job I didn't really want to do was actually making me incredibly unhappy. After having a bad period of depression where I refused to talk to anyone about it and tried to reject all help, I realised I needed to do something different. So I decided to give up the comfort of a monthly salary, which I thought was eventually going to make me happy, and go to acting school, which was always my real passion. I went to quite a hardcore acting school which, among other things, mainly involved me crying naked in a darkened room for two and a half years. However, the success of the training proved itself when I graduated and got signed up with a reputable agent in December. Since, I've been cast in a play and three short films, one of which, Layers, I'm due to film at the end of May. It's about the relationship between a carer and his client who suffers from ALS. 
amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, the condition the Ice Bucket Challenge was raising awareness for, and covers issues such as mental health, the condition of ALS, and assisted dying. So, if any of your listeners would like to help out, we are crowdfunding on Indiegogo here. Oh, I think there's a link there. Oh, there's a link there that I will share. Oh, how weird. We're not just looking for financial support, but also people who have been affected by issues touched on in the film who can help us portray these issues with the respect they deserve. That's the plug bit. So essentially, I now have little financial stability and the odd person thinking I'm completely mad to give up a normal job. But I'm very happy now. Anyhow, totes understand that reading the above would probably be a podcast in itself. So feel free to just choose the highlights. And if the plug bit is too much, also understand. All the best, Sam. Well, Sam, I've read... I've read the whole caboodle because I think everyone should listen to it. And I think this is wonderful. And yeah, I guess I did the exact same thing, really. Well, I didn't cry naked in a room for two years. Did you really have to do that? I've seen seen that in stuff. Bloody hell. But, well, it was all worth it, wasn't it? Probably probably chuffed to you, Sam. You're always wonderful at acting when... When I saw you, so uh, when I knew you, so 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 is that what? So when you left college, you went to did you go? Did you go straight to acting school when you left college, and then went into work, and then and now I've done this. Is that what's ha- what happened? I should probably just ask you by email. Yeah, I think it's easily done, especially in London, because it's so bloody expensive. So you've just got to... Because a lot of people will go back home after union stuff, won't they? And, and then um, and then can do whatever job they want, because they're just living with their parents for a bit. Whereas me and you can't bloody do that in bloody Cornwall, because it's just bloody... You can't... Because there's nothing... There's no artistic jobs, and then... That's what I I did. I got I got a normal job to pay the bills and that when I finished uni, but I was, oh, just like I just cry on my way there. I just hated it. Absolutely hated it. I was so depressed. Definitely, I definitely had a breakdown. And tried to break my arm with a mallet. Did I? I've done said that in here before. Yeah, had a right old bloody time. And I was just thinking things that that, that they were normal when they definitely weren't normal. Yeah, I think it's so important to just do what you want. Yeah, this this guy that I sort of um like gigged for before passed passed away on. Uh, well, I was supposed to be gigging for him yesterday in his hospice, but he sort of um well, no, sort of about it passed away early. And it re- yeah, it really makes you um you know think about sort of our existence and what you know what you're going to do with your life and I think what like I've said before when I when I get the train if ever I get the train in the morning because I've got a driving lesson or something look at all the people commuting uh all wedged into the train and, and I'm like this is 
And and I'm not saying I'm sh sure some people are really happy doing that, but are they? Just think, life is short. Do what genuinely makes you happy. Hundred percent. But then I don't know. Maybe it's easier. Maybe it's easy to say with them. But then, well, Sam, if me and you have done it. But yeah. So it's. Did you say it's filming in May? And if anyone can help, please do. And I'll put. I'll put. I'll put your link up, Sam. Right. I've got other good news today. My little lizard lickers. Oh, do you know what? We'll do a bloody shout out if um the minute I'm trying I need like an orchestra. <laughs> I need I need if anyone is good with like making making music on I don't know, garage band and stuff like that. I tried to teach myself, it's fucking impossible. But yeah. So I've because here's the thing, so so I can get people to do it, but um the problem is because because it's only April is that my show's gonna change so much, so I don't wanna pay a lot of money at the minute to have someone do it when I'm gonna no doubt keep changing it. Do you know what I mean? Because at the minute I'm already taking verses out left, right and centre. Yes, I don't really know what to do. But if anyone is a whiz on one of these music things and, and could knock up a sort of dramatic film score sound thing for a bit nearing the end of my Edinburgh show this year, I would be so grateful. I would pay. and But if you could, like, maybe... Like, as the show goes on, if you could possibly not charge me too much extra to, to have to do a few altercations here and there, that would be, that would be quite, very kind. Someone must know someone that can help me out here. Right. Sorry there, Sam. I've just totally jumped on your um plug. I've tried to hustle off it so sorry about that um okay good news we had some wonderful good news this time aj hilbo hill i did kicked comedy for the first time wonderful said at the end of the show one of the kids ran ran off with his mate's coat shouting i've stolen your coat because i'm a master thief and I looked at the parents and thought, my work here is done. Mwahahaha. Twiddle's moustache. <laughs> Gracie Goggins said, I tried on a giant top hat that was too big for my head. She's not wrong there. There is a picture. And it is. But another picture where she balanced it on her ears. And it looks... Well, I was going to say it looks splendid, but... It doesn't. <laughs> Sarah E. Woodall, we got a dog. A fucking um, that was telling me that um, so they're a comedian and they got pissed with some other comedians and then they 
the other comedians told her when they were pissed that everyone called her the cunt in the hat. Awful. Sarah E. Woodall, we got a dog. Meet Harriet Monmouth Woodall. Bloody named the dog Harriet. Such a fucking cute dog, though. They thought it looked like a Harriet. Put a vote on Facebook and it won. Jenny Slatter. Do you know what? In fact, anyone was at school, someone had a dog called Harriet. Because I'd be at their house and I'd just kept hearing, get down, Harriet. Harriet. And like that. It's like, dog bloody, um, the show on Sunday, I was there in the back room getting changed and, and I forgot that everyone was coming up going and, and the guy on the door would be like, are you here to see Harriet? Um, when he was checking, checking people in, not checking people in, not a hotel, uh, like ticking the names off and then, but I just kept hearing Harriet and I just kept going, what, 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 bloody, I always do that. Jenny Slattery, I found out my friend is coming all the way to bloody Cornwall to visit me and as we all know that takes more travel prep than getting to the international space station true say true say such a fucking mess oh jason cook lovely picture blossom i love blossom the other day i was just standing below a tree waiting to get blossomed on liam o'brien this happened and it is, he was in the paper saying uh, an article about how comedy saved him from a life of addiction. And how Liam battled back from suicide bid to a to stand up success. Oh, bless him. And he is, Liam is doing Barking Tales on the 5th of June. So if you want to hear his story, come on over there who else we got lucy randalls saw a hilarious comedian dressed up in a blow-up dinosaur costume at stafford gatehouse on monday i do not know who that could be lucy <laughs> christine elizabeth lucy randalls i did too an unforgettable moment we all need more dinosaur in our lives more inflatable Harriet Dyer dinosaur moments make the world a better place. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Lynn Wren, been to the Legends tour. Woohoo! Finished for college for two weeks and one day. Hope you've had a good week, lady. I don't know what Ben to the Legends are. Do you? Oh, here we go. It was my 70s era legends revisited. David Essex, Susie Quattro, Bay City Rollers and Shawaddy Waddy, bit before your time. <laughs> Dance the night away, having my seven-year-old granddaughter this week, going on a trip to Shropshire to visit Ma-in-law. Fun, fun, fun. What are you doing for Easter? Mate, I was thinking of getting a, a fucking app that bloody, there's like, high alert comes in like sirens like come in when it's half term so you know to avoid town so it's just gonna be mayhem bloody two weeks isn't it Ugh. claire forrester so much great stuff this week harriet including seeing some crazy lady performing in a dinosaur suit 
It was Emily's birthday yesterday, so we went to a climbing wall place on Thursday as an early celebration. Then on Friday, we went to the most awesome wedding ever, 50s style. Oh, and your picture, that's so cool with a jukebox. That's brilliant. And you and you, um, and your red cardi, that, that one that, did I say that on here? When they, so they got a red, they had, a, had to get a replacement red cardi because the old one put it in the wash and it was like the size of a bloody Sylvanian family one. Oh, this is funny. My boyfriend and I, so Kate Jackson, my boyfriend and I got locked out his new house because we ran to get an ice cream from the ice cream man. I was wearing just his Superman dressing gown, waited for an hour for the locksmith, and during that time, the washing machine and fridge was delivered. Found out the neighbours are top-notch, and we laughed a lot. That is funny, that is. That's really funny. Brilliant. M. Shaw? Oh, wait a minute. I've missed out. Oh, here we go. Karen Marjorie Clark. I got through the first week of a new job without being hit by the fear. There's a management job in the NHS. I said, well done, Karen, you're learning it. Don't think I ever know what I'm doing. Well, Harriet, sometimes, well, let's not lie. Um, M. Shaw, fab week. My cousin's wedding with the 1950s team. So M and Claire together. So that's why I'm thinking, bloody hell, what a lot of 1950s themed weddings but they would have went together. Well, unless they went separately, that'd be strange. Then celebrating my birthday yesterday. That is brilliant. And Leanne Woodvine, me and my mate got tickets to see you on the 18th of June. Other good stuff happened too, but this is top of the list of good stuff. That is great. And if anyone else should fancy me and Luke on run are doing a preview, doing previews of our new shows on the 18th of June at Stafford Gatehouse Theatre. That'll be splendid. You're all splendid. Very splendid indeed. Life's not so bad, is it? It's not so bad. Not so bad. Thank you, David Harris. If anyone else fancies patron girth, head over there. Leave a review, that's the most important thing. Leave a lovely review. That'd be grand. Get in touch. I'm on all the social needs. Either Harriet Dyer or I think Twitter this is Bipolar Happy Pod. Get in touch. Hit me up then was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast